We know what they're saying. We, we, I have a timeline that we're going to go over on central bank digital currency and how it's been implemented and how it's come in, not even sneakily. They don't hide in the shadows anymore. They tell us exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. That's what's so frustrating. If you study it, you know the battle plan, but they know the public doesn't check that out. So, but, but we're able to give it to the public. That could really mess up their operation. We saw bank failure 1.0. It was Silicon Valley, Credit Suisse, First Republic, uh, Silvergate Bank. I mean, all of those. That was just a tremor before the bank that, Yes, I think bank failures 2.0 is coming. I mean, just last week, the CEO of Citigroup, you know, the second, third largest bank in North America, said we're laying off 10% of our workforce. So the CEO of, of Citigroup last week basically said we're laying off 20 or 10% of our workforce. That's over 20,000 people. Well, why, why would a bank in, in a high interest rate environment, you think, oh, they're more profitable. They're making so much money. No, they are not. Because when most of America is living hand to mouth, month to month, paycheck to paycheck, and interest rates keep going up and inflation keeps going up, they can't live. So they're taking more money out of the bank than they're putting in. And there's there's delinquencies. A series of delinquencies leads to default. So it's a bank run in slow motion. Yeah, and I think the, the bigger bank run is still coming. The, the one that we saw in March of last year was Silicon Valley Bank. So that's that my was, question. What are the different ways this can kind of unravel? So I think first there's a bank run. People start to pull their money out. Then, then that creates crisis. Now they think, oh, if my bank isn't safe, which is should be the safest money that we have, it's a bank for crying out loud. You have this, this view of your assets in a bank vault, you know, full of like hundreds just sitting in this vault. That's not the reality. When you deposit money into a bank, it's basically a security instrument. The bank then goes and invests that in companies and stocks and bonds and mutual funds and everything else. Same thing you would accept on a larger scale. But after the crisis of 2007 to 2009, they changed the way that banks deal with money. So most people don't realize this, but you don't own the money that you have in the bank. They do. So in 2009, they came up with a concept called beneficial ownership, meaning you gave up your ownership of your deposits to the bank. So, that, so we hear the term bail-in, right, or bailouts, right? Bail-in is when you would... And the last one that was done was like 15, 16 years ago. In some areas of Europe, they would just grab money out of your bank account. Correct. But they can do that legally. This isn't something that's, that's brand new. Now, that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's under the Universal Commercial Code. I think it's 133-1 or something like that, where they changed ownership of your assets to them. It's now collateral. So they can use your assets that you think are yours. It's all debt instruments. It's all debt instruments. You gave it to them. So if they need the money to pay off a debt, the derivatives debt, like and after 2009, they can, and they don't have to ask you. So your money is no longer yours in the bank. If a crisis is so bad, that you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't feed your kids, you can't live. So at times of crisis, which happens to be happening during an election year, <laughs> people will say, okay, uh, this this is so bad, banks are shutting down all this, this economic failure. We'll give you what you want. Government just will give you away our freedoms. Just take care of us. Make sure that we can still feed our family. This is what's happening right now, right in front of us. And people don't understand Central bank digital currency is not the savior of the world. It's awful. See, they're marketing it as, hey, we can stop drug trafficking. We can stop human trafficking. We can stop Meanwhile, money laundering. Meanwhile, they run all that. Yeah. 
And it's like, I want, I don't want that garbage around either. But the flip side oh, of it is... Oh, it's total crap. Well, you know, make all your houses glass in case you might do something wrong, but their houses aren't glass. It, no. it's, it's to control us. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Well, I've known who Kirk Elliott is for a while, and his research is just spot on. And so... I've invited him to be in studio with us. He sent me a giant synopsis and a breakdown of the economy and predictions and what's happening in the world. We really appreciate him uh, being in studio with us uh, here today. Dr. Elliott has been uh, safeguarding clients' assets with precious metals for over 21 years. His firm, Kirk Elliott Precious Metals, serves over 18,000 clients all over the world and in every state and has Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 3139. First, there was Pac Man, Donkey Kong, and Super Mario Brothers. And now, we give you the ultimate politically incorrect game Alex Jones, New World Order Wars. They're turning the friggin' frogs game. You Nazi scum. This game is mostly peaceful. Big Bill, I'm taking you down, rapist. Download it now at alexjonesgame.com because as we all know, anything badass gets censored. Elliot has been uh, safeguarding clients' assets with precious metals for over 21 years. His firm, Kirk Elliott Precious Metals, serves over 18,000 clients all over the world and in every state and has also reallocated billions of client assets into precious metals. And boy, was that a good move in the last few years. Uh, he follows the uh, personal and business philosophy of people over profit by focusing 100% liquid on low-cost bullion, gold over silver, and educating investors as why and how they invest to minimize risk and maximize returns safely in a world where our political, economic, and personal religious freedoms are eroded. Dr. Elliott has earned two PhDs, one in public policy administration focusing on monetary economics, and the second PhD in theology. Dr. Elliott lives in Denver with his wife and children. K-E-P-M, K-E-P-M.com forward slash gold, K-E-P-M.com forward slash gold, or call 720-605-3900. And, you know, he approached us uh, six months ago, want to be a sponsor. And I said, wow, I've actually seen his videos before, and I've actually told my crew I wanted to get him on as a guest. So I said, sure, be a sponsor, but we want to get you on the show as a just a guy breaking down what's happening in the world. So I think he's dead on and knows a lot of stuff I don't even know and a lot of things people don't know uh, out there. So last time he was on for like over an hour and a half, he never even really talked about his company or what he's doing. But but I do want to tell people it is a extremely smart move to get into precious metals. And the 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 the, the thing to do is the bullion, gold, and silver. That is where uh, you are getting a great deal, and he is the place to go. And so I'm, he didn't even want to plug that up front, but I'm doing it because he's a great sponsor. KEPM.com forward slash gold. K is all, all caps. K E M P. 
www.bankofamerica.com forward slash gold. And you can also call that number and his great team of experts will talk to you and discuss uh, things with you. But but again, he's here as a guest. And so, uh, Kirk, we're going to go to break in a few minutes because I heard those important promos. But then we'll have over an hour to talk with each other about this when we come back. We're on the same page because I just got your list of topics this morning. I was already talk, planning to talk about the fall of Rome. We're Simpanko because that's exactly where you wanted to go first. So give us a little snapshot of what's coming up in your presentation. Well, I heard you talking earlier on in the show kind of how this is the end game, right? The things that are happening politically. Well, economically, politically, socially, spiritually, America's in this downfall. We have amazingly shocking parallels with the fall of Rome in America today. We've, we're going to go over the budget. I want to go over the U.S. budget that Biden put together and just show you how we're way worse than Rome was. We've got bank failures. We've got... If you look at the graph of debt since he got in, it's going straight up. Oh, straight up. It's, it's, it's through the roof. Um, I, the viewers will be shocked as to how much we've actually accumulated in just this year. Just in 2023, it was so bad that, that we, d we did triple the amount of what took 204 years prior to accumulate. I mean, this is just bad. So, so we've, we're going to go over that. We're going to go over central bank digital currency, which I believe is their end game. The timeline, not just, not just what I think, but taking it out of the words for the Bank for International Settlements, the World for Ec Economic Forum, like what you were going over. They're meeting right now to learn how to destroy us. And, and let's out, be right? clear. The Chicom government, the, the German government, the Swiss government, University of Texas, they're all very, very quietly hoarding gold. Mm -hmm. And because they know that, that when we go into this hyperinflation, that's, that's going to be king. Yeah. They've already got their plan B established. It's possibly their plan A. So all the listeners know, and I should have pulled this up, and I know it's in your uh, report here. Anybody can type in U.S. monetization of debt, U.S. debt. And as he said... Biden gets in, it's, it's more money created than ever existed before in just the last three years. There's no way to hide that inflation. So their statement that inflation isn't a problem, we all know that's a lie. It's a lie. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. And even their own cooked numbers, their own cooked inflationary numbers, they said, oh, we can pause interest rates and then we're going to lower them next year because we've won this war against inflation. No, they haven't. They haven't. Our wallets will tell us that. And this is their problem. Oh, yeah. This is, this is their problem. There, there's really no escaping this. And this is why this is an endgame moment. But like any endgame moment, the battle is at the city gates right now, right? Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. And this is why it's so intense. That's why it's so intense. As, as Lenin said, evil God, he was right. There are decades where nothing happens. There are weeks where decades happen. Mm -hmm. And we are now in that point. All right, you do a great presentation. I'm going to try to shut up and just let you roll. When we come back, everybody, tune in. Tell your friends and family, tune in now. This is going to be life-saving information. Stay with us. All right, the British government, the Swedish government, the German government, all the documents are public and public statements say prepare for war. That's their plan to get us to accept all of these huge changes, the end of the old monetary system and the new central bank digital currencies the mark of the beast system. That's the only way to describe it. It's the only thing you can call it. That's what it is. All right, Kirk Elliott, multiple PhD expert on what's happening. I totally think your analysis is dead on, but you brought the receipts. You've got the numbers here. Uh, let's, let's start with your presentation now. So first, you know, what's happening to America has been seen before in history with the fall of Rome. 
mean, truly, it, it has. And so when, as I was doing some research on this, it's like, what are some of the factors that caused Rome to fall? Number one, they had civil wars, right? They had faction fought against faction to get control of the huge, basically, state apparatus and all of its public loot. Well, we're seeing that in America. The um, internal fights is what weakened it, just like we see now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Number two, there was mass corruption. <laughs> uh, no, no further explanation needed. We have that everywhere. Huge bureaucracy, high taxes, burdensome regulations. Businesses were called upon to support the growing body of, of public parasites, right? But here's the big thing. One third of the citizens of Rome were getting government payments um, and, and basically Rome crumbled under the weight of those entitlements. One third. So as, as I was looking through- Rome I, invented welfare. Yeah, they invented welfare. Yeah, absolutely. So I was looking at um, Biden's budget. You go to whitehouse.gov. You can look at the budget, go to table S3, where it actually goes through everything. It just summarizes everything. This is really, really creepy, Alex. So you go to 2024, you look at mandatory programs, Social Security, Medicare, Medipay, Medicaid, other mandatory programs like food stamps, women, infant, children programs, um, you know, just basically the handouts and the entitlements. Now, Social Security is not an entitlement. It's a mandatory payment, right? You pay into something your whole life, you better get it, the benefit, right? But you try to take that away and you've got a mutiny on your hands. So you can't take it away. So one, it's really easy to give. It's really hard to take away. So that's not going away. But you add those up on this on this summary table, $3.916 trillion in just mandatory payments. How much do we bring in as, as a country? Well, our total receipts, our federal tax revenues are $4.72 trillion. So that comes to 83%, not one third, like when Rome fell, 83% is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, Women, Infant, Children programs, food stamps. 83% of everything we bring in. Now, you add to that the interest on our federal debt. Well, it's like 40-some percent of service now, right? Yeah, it's, it's bonkers because we have $34 trillion worth of federal debt. The interest payments estimated on, on the budget are $796 billion. However, the real numbers just came out. We're pushing a trillion. So when we bring in 4.7 right? And we're spending a trillion dollars a year in just interest-only payments. That's just complete waste. Well, that's over 20%. So you add up mandatory payments, welfare and entitlements, plus the interest payments. It's 99.8% of everything we bring in as a nation. It's basically 100%. So how then do we fund our defense budget? How about and how about uh, infrastructure? How about running the country? And, and by the way, the IMF and World Bank have done this to a bunch of third world countries. This, they even admit this is a known plan to capture a country. So they've now maneuvered us to the point of total insolvency. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really it's, so as I look throughout history, whenever a country's debt is basically equal to their gross domestic product, that, that, that country ceases to exist in its, in its existing form. Weimar Republic, Germany, Zimbabwe, Africa. Yeah, um, Argentina, Venezuela, right? There's, there's either a change in political structure, meaning they go from a 
a republic or a democracy to a dictatorship, a dictatorship the other way, or you have a complete change in currency. And that's what Schwab says. We are creating a crisis, the angrier world, to bring in our new system. Yeah. They, this is on purpose. They admit it is. And now they're upset because we're pointing it out to people and trying to flip it the other way. Yeah. And Trump's trying to flip it the other way. And Trump's trying to flip it the other way. See, Trump's telling the truth on this issue. But, but when you look at where we are, I remember, Alex, back in about 2007, 2008, I was looking at our debt compared to the gross domestic product, and we were at about 80%. And I'm thinking, oh, my word. I, I don't, I'm getting scared for America because we're approaching that, that D-Day of 100% where a country doesn't escape from that. They, because if you apply this to a family, let's say, let's say a, a family, a, you and your spouse, your debt is greater than your income. It's going to be mathematically impossible to pay that back. What's true for an individual is true for a country. So everything that, that Ross Perot warned about 35, 40 years, it's all came true. Yeah, it's all came true. Yeah. And what's true for a country is true for the world. So the Bank for International Settlements just came out last week with their projections that by the year 2028, four years from now, 100 percent of the world, every country in the world is going to have debt that's equal to their gross domestic product. That means the, the world has to go bankrupt because what's true for an individual is true for a nation. What's true for a nation is true for the world. But don't worry, they've got a solution. Oh, they always have a solution. A total cashless society controlling every facet of our lives. Yeah. It, 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 and, and here's where it gets worse because where are we debt to GDP? We're now at 123%. We blew past the 100% in America. We're now at 123. So the, the Bank for International Settlements came out with their numbers also last week. And that's why they're lowering the U.S. government's credit rating. Yeah, this is the, the, because there is no other outcome that, other than lowering it. Total global government debt is $97.1 trillion. Our is in America is $34 trillion. Good grief. We're 35% of all global debt just in America. It's like, do we think that we can bypass math? and bypass reality just because we're American. No, we've, we've violated fundamental rules of success, biblical models of living, where it says, you know, Proverbs tells us a borrower is a slave to the lender. Well, yeah, we're, we are now the slave to the rest of the world because of our debt, and we can't pay it back. So everything Ron Paul and all of them warned us, we're here. There's no more, oh, our children will be enslaved. Well, yeah, we got old. Now our kids are being enslaved. We're, we're here. We're here. It's not, oh, we don't have to wait anymore and warn people. They're going to see it now. Yeah. Which is a weak point for the globalists. See, we have to take every bad thing as an opportunity. And that's how I see it, because now people are going to finally meet reality. They're, they're, they're going to. And so where, where Rome fell, right, when one third of the population of Rome was, was getting entitlements, handouts of some form, there are well over 27 states, Alex, where, where welfare payments are greater than having a minimum wage job. For example, in Hawaii, $60,590 a year is what you would make on welfare. That's greater than a minimum wage job. D D.C., $50,820. Massachusetts, $50,540. The list goes on and on and on. Well, to receive government payments, you can't have another job or else they cease. So you could sit on a beach in Hawaii just drinking a Mai Tai, making $60,590 a year. Where is the incentive to work? Now, for you, me, for most of your viewers, it's like we have to work. We're created to work. We're created to do something good, to use the gifts God has given us to change society, to make an impact and have an eternal impact in people's lives. But most of the world would say, 
Why should I work if I don't have to? And, they're, and that's they're, what Gen Z and millennials are saying. And guys, I sent you a clip, the latest in Philadelphia, of the people on Fentanyl. Show that clip. Because you think that's just isolated. That's all around the place in Austin. There are a lot of people that don't even know how to work who are like zombies. What are they going to do when this all collapses? Where are they going to be put? Yeah, let me look at this. Wow. Yeah, I mean, sadly, that looks like downtown Denver. It looks like downtown any big city in America. Um, as, I, as I walk to the office, I mean, earlier last week, I was walking to the office and some guy tried to get my backpack, punched me in the head, and now my eye is like all, you know, swollen. But, but you know, I, but I won. <laughs> Just punched him back. But this is the world that we're living in right now where it's, it's economic fallout, economic mayhem always brings social disruption. And that's where we're headed in, in this country because now how do you get out of that? How do the governments try to get out of this? Well, you debase the currency. So go back to Rome, right? Like, like on this picture on the screen, Rome is burning. Well, the, the denarius, their currency at the time was once 94% silver. Well, back then they kept shaving off the edges of it, right? That was their version of inflation. So by, by the time that their inflationary cycle was over, that silver denarius coin was only 0.02% silver. That's a decrease of 99.978% of the value of the currency. Well, so check this out. The Federal Reserve started in 1913. Prior to that, we had a currency that was backed by, by gold. Well, after that, you had the, the cartel owning bankers of the, of the Federal Reserve, where they actually charged the U.S. Treasury for printing money out of thin air, right? This is a disaster. But since 1913, the U.S. dollar has lost 98%, 98% of its purchasing power. We're no different than the denarius, which was about 99.97%. So, so here's where we're going down the same fateful path, right? So the writing is on the wall. So in, in America, so why is it writing on a wall? Well, we're following that same path. America debases its currency just like Rome did. People now want out, but it's becoming increasingly difficult to get out. What do I mean by get out? People want to take their money out of the bank. They want to pull it out because they're afraid of bank failures. They're afraid of their, their social security going away. They're afraid of their, their 401ks, their IRAs going out. So what happens? What do banks do? I was looking at something that I wrote in 2017. This was before any of the crisis started happening, and, and I was warning people that banks were going to start restricting withdrawals, they're going to start freezing accounts, and going to have capital controls. Banks need to keep their money on hand because they're running out. They don't want people to take it out, but people need to take it out to live. This is what happens, and this is why the banking system right now is become in, becoming increasingly unsafe and a dangerous place to and hold And I want you money. to go there, but let me just add something here. When I was having Ron Paul on 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago, when, when I was having another economist on, obviously it was already way too much debt. We were way worse than Rome then, but not three times worse than Rome. It wasn't 120 something percent. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was 30 to 40 percent. We were, we were already at Rome levels and the, the globalists didn't have their cashless society, their, their social credit scores ready, their carbon taxes, their, their UN treaties to take control of our lives, uh, on speech and on our bodies through the pandemic treaties. Now, though, they've accelerated and are getting all their I's dotted, all their T's crossed in their own words to 
to bring in the new system. And, and if you look at the IMF, the World Bank, the, the, the Club of Rome, the, the, all these groups, including the, the EU and the UN, they admit the old system's coming down. I played the clips here. And they've admitted we've got to get the new thing ready. It's all going down. So they're not even denying this at policy level. They know the public's like children on average. It doesn't read this. So, yes, things could have gone belly up if they wanted to pull the rug out 10 years ago, 20 years ago. They already had us. But they didn't have the control grid in place for them to be the saviors and get more power. Now it's almost in place. It's like the planet's aligning. They're making their move. There's no longer, this is not a prediction. This is a guarantee, folks, that if you take a 357 Magnum and put it to your head and pull the trigger, you're at least going to be brain damaged, probably dead. The bullet's already fired. It already went through. There's no doubt this is going down. Okay, so they can't prop it up anymore. They did it. The new system's here. It's going to be hell, but at least we know what's going on and can get prepared ahead of time. Yeah, and, and so how are people trying to prepare they're trying to pull their money out of the banks. Really, that's that's only a part of the equation. Right? That, that just accelerates it. Oh, yeah, that accelerates it because during COVID, in March of 2020, the Federal Reserve, with, through Regulation D, what did they do? They basically said, hey, the reserve requirement at banks can go down to zero. Meaning, if you put $100 into your checking account, Alex, um, or anybody watching, the banks could lend out $100. They didn't have to keep anything on hand. Why did they do that? To stimulate the stinky economy during COVID when nobody was spending money, nobody was earning money. There were shelter-in-place laws. There were companies were closing down because nobody could go out. They couldn't go out to eat. They couldn't do anything. So to try to stimulate the economy, they said, okay, lend out everything 100%. Well, that caused a, a cyclical structural problem. Which was the plan. That's why they did the which lockdown. Was, which was hugely the plan. So what's the problem? In times of crisis, when people aren't working, there's more withdrawals coming out of the banks than there are deposits. And they had zero capital. And now people have maxed out their credit cards. That's admitted, like 70% of people. People are living hand to mouth. Uh, people can't even afford gas anymore. Meanwhile, Biden tells us the economy's great. What are they positioning us for? And and how do you guess, because you've guessed a lot of stuff has come accurate, dead reckon how this is going to unfold? Well, I think we saw bank failure 1.0. It was Silicon Valley Credit Suisse, First Republic, uh, Silvergate Bank. I mean, all of those. That was just a tremor before the bank. That, yes, I think bank failures 2.0 is coming. I mean, just last week, the CEO of Citigroup, you know, the second, third largest bank in North America, said we're laying off 10% of our workforce. By the way, you see me pointing. Those are clips we're going to take out and put on InfoWars and put on Twitter. So just ignore me. But this whole start over on bank failure and, and, and what it means and how it, we're going to put this clip out. Go ahead. Okay. So so the CEO of, of Citigroup last week basically said we're laying off 20 or 10% of our workforce. That's over 20,000 people. Well, why, why would a bank in, in a high interest rate environment, you think, oh, they're more profitable. They're making so much money. No, they are not. Because when most of America is living hand to mouth, month to month, paycheck to paycheck, and interest rates keep going up and inflation keeps going up, they can't live. So they're taking more money out of the bank than they're putting in. And there's there's delinquencies. A series of delinquencies leads to default. So it's a bank run in slow motion. Yeah, and I think that the bigger bank run is still coming. The, the one that we saw in March of last year was Silicon Valley Bank. So that's that my was, question. What are the different ways this can kind of unravel? So I think first there's a bank run. People start to pull their money out. 
then then that creates a crisis. Now they think, oh, if my bank isn't safe, which is, should be the safest money that we have, it's a bank for crying out loud. You have this this view of your assets in a bank vault, you know, full of like hundreds just sitting in this vault. That's not the reality. When you deposit money into a bank, it's basically a security instrument. The bank then goes and invests that in companies and stocks and bonds and mutual funds and everything else. Same thing you would accept on a larger scale. But after the crisis of 2007 to 2009, they changed the way that banks deal with money. So most people don't realize this, but you don't own the money that you have in the bank. They do. So in 2009, they came up with a concept called beneficial ownership, meaning you gave up your ownership of your deposits to the bank. So that, so we hear the term bail-in, right? Or bailouts, right? Bail-in is when you would- and The last time that was done was like 15, 16 years ago. In some areas of Europe, they would just grab money on your bank account. Correct. But they can do that legally. This isn't something that's that's brand new. Now that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So yes, it's it's under. Look, I need funds, folks. Uh, you know why I haven't gone down there with him? Because I can't fund to take a few security guys, and nobody's going to let me go without security. I, I got to have it. I, I love to hang my ass out there, but I got to go with some security. I don't have money to travel. I don't have money to do anything. Now they finally admit in the media, Jones has nothing. Ha, 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 he sold his car, he sold his guns. Oh, like I give a damn about any of that. I care about the truth and justice, but <clears throat> I need funds. InfoWars needs funds, okay? So if you want to keep us on air and see us go everywhere, like we did at Bilderberg and Davos before and everything else, if you want to put a dog in the fight, you got, if you got to have a badass pit bull that's won like 20 fights, not defending dog fight, but you know what I mean? You have a rooster that's won 50 fights. You don't feed the damn rooster for a couple of weeks. You're out there, the rooster's gonna be dead, okay? So I'm a rooster that's already won a bunch of fights, and I wanna get back in there and tear up some other cocks. But I can't do it unless you feed me the damn chicken feed, all right? And I'm not complaining, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying, I, I, I wanna attack in the info war. I want to go for their juggler, but if you don't give the pit bull water and food, he's not, he's gonna, not, he's gonna be dead. So and I'm not bitching. Just get products you need at InfoWarsStore.com. And, and most of the products I get no money from. But my book, The Great Awakening, is why we have a signed copy that's a fundraiser. The unsigned, I get some of the money. The platinum products that are amazing. HGH Max Boost. And 1776 Testosterone Boost and Pain MD. They're amazing products. I'm not going to go into the bankruptcy and why it happened, but when I sold my house, the court will be put some of my money in to buy products that I can get some of the money back myself. So I put my own money in to get these. I know they're great, and it funds us. Infowarsstore.com, and HGH Max Boost is almost sold out. Despite that, it's still on sale. Pain MD is amazing. 7076 testosterone boost is amazing. And the book, The Great Awakening, is powerful as well. But I need your support. Please go to Infowarsstore.com and get them right now. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC, and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. F*** 
you. You want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. But they can do that legally. This isn't something that's, that's brand new. Now that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's under the Universal Commercial Code, I think it's 133-1 or something like that, where they changed ownership of your assets to them. It's now collateral, so they can use your assets that you think are yours. It's all debt instruments. It's all debt instruments. You gave it to them, so if they need the money to pay off a debt, the derivatives debt, like and after 2009, they can, and they don't have to ask you, so your money is no longer yours in the bank. That's devastating. When people would realize that, it's going to cause a run because the banks should be the safest asset that people have. So if there's, that's not safe, well, I, I foresee the next step is a run on the stock market, a run on all their other investments because it's like we don't trust anything anymore. And why are they then positioning themselves for that? to make us bring in the new system when, oh my God, the stock market went down by half, the banks are runs. Don't worry, we have a new digital currency as, as the EU says, it's ready, just download this, it's all fixed. Well, okay, so to answer that, I could ask you a question. Let's say we know what they're saying. We, we, I have a timeline that we're gonna go over on central bank digital currency and how it's been implemented and how it's come in, not even sneakily, they don't hide in the shadows anymore. They tell us exactly what they're gonna do. Exactly. So, so. By the way, I want that up front in the whole interview because we're live right now, but the, 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 the uh, posted one will get even more views. Exactly. That's what's so frustrating. If you study it, you know the battle plan, but they know the public doesn't check that out. So, but, but we're able to give it to the public. That could really mess up their operation. Oh, it could because would, if, if I were to say, hey, Alex, I'm with the, I'm with the Bank for International Settlements, I'm with the IMF, and we have this plan. We have this plan where we're going to uh, disallow you from buying or selling if we don't like your ideology. Most of these globalists don't like your ideology. They don't like mine. They don't. They've I mean, already debanked me. They've already got no yeah. idea. But if they were to say, hey, we're not going to let you take money out of the bank, buy or sell with whom you want, what you want, when you want, you would say, no, 
And we're not we're not in for this, right? They know most of the world would would say that. Nobody wants that kind of big brother spyware on your bank account. Um, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling because every evangelical Catholic that I know says, Kirk, this is revelation. They've got to get you to opt into it during a crisis. Yes. So how would you give that up, your ability to buy or sell, if a crisis is so bad that you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't feed your kids, you can't live? So at times of crisis, which happens to be happening during an election year, <laughs> people will say, okay, uh, this this is so bad. Banks are shutting down all this this economic failure. We'll give you what you want. Government just will give you away our freedoms. Just take care of us. Make sure that we can still feed our family. This is what's happening right now, right in front of us. And people don't understand. Central bank digital currency is not the savior of the world. It's awful. See, they're marketing it as, hey, we can stop drug trafficking. We can stop human trafficking. We can stop. Meanwhile, they run all that. Yeah. And, and it's like, I want, I don't want that garbage around either, but the flip side oh, of it is... Oh, it's total crap. Well, you know, make all your houses glass in case you might do something wrong, but their houses aren't glass. It, no. it's, it's to control us. It's absolutely, it has not, this is not meant to fix a system. This is meant to com have complete people control over all of us. Build back better. Bring, yeah. Get rid of the old system. Factory reset, bring in the new. Yeah. So what's been happening over the last year? So actually over the last three years, let's even go back a little bit farther. So we, banks failing are kind of big stories. Everybody talks about it. You would talk about it. I'd talk about it. Nobody talks about it if a branch closes up. Like let's say you're walking down the street to go for coffee. And they're closing, they're quietly, the banks are quietly closing in slow motion. Yeah, in, in, well in fast motion, but nobody cares because if you're walking down the street to no, go I mean, for I agree, coffee. But not, not in one day, so it's like... It's like a million miles an hour, not a trillion miles an hour. Correct. Yeah, so if you go down, let's say you, you banked at PNC Bank, and you're walking down the street to the coffee shop, and it's like, oh, man, my, my PNC Bank has, has plywood on, on the windows. It's closed. He's saying, all right, well, that's sad. Now I have to go three miles down the street to the next branch. Nobody cares about a branch closing. But what if in 2023, over 2,000 branches closed, 2022, over 2,000 branches closed. 2021, over 2,000 branches closed. That's 6,000 bank branches that have closed over the last Because they don't years. need worms on the line. They've got us all in debt. Now they're, now they're getting rid of the cheese on the mousetrap because we're already in the mousetrap. Correct. So, so that doesn't make a story, but it should. With no, that you're right. There are, there are bank closings and bank closing branches everywhere. In fact, I've had that experience trying to go to the bank. It's like they're all, they're, they've closed them. Yeah. So what is that the equivalent of? When a company starts to run out of money, what do they do? They start to lay people off. They start to, to cut their expenses so, because they want to survive. A branch closing is the equivalent of banks trying to save on all right, their Kirk expenses. Elliott, stay there. Hour number three straight ahead. We'll get into the CBDCs. We'll get into the Cashless Society. What's going to unfold next? Stay with us. KEPM.com. Kirk Elliott's our guest, financial expert, PhD on this stuff. Really smart guy. I'm, I've been wanting him on for a long time. Finally got him on. He's in studio with us for the second deal. This is a short segment. Some stations don't carry it. but So give us a prelude now in part two about what you're about to cover. Then we'll go through the rest of it when we come back. So we're going to cover the timeline of central bank digital currency because a lot of people think this has just come upon us like recently. No, it hasn't. This has been worked on for a while. So going back to like August of 2019, this all started with a Federal Reserve docket where they talked about it, the, the FOMC, they talked about this. And then there was a patent by Visa. 
you know, our, our credit card, right? So that was, I'm going to go over that, which is, which is pretty scary stuff of what, what they wanted, right? So then you have Biden signed executive order 14067 that said, hey, and this was in 2022, that said, we're going to have central bank digital currency here in America. And, and then we start, then it becomes the full on assault. World Economic Forum, Bank for International Settlements, Project Icebreaker, Project Aurora. We've got the United Nations talking about their end game, um, which is the blueprint for a future monetary system. Uh, they talked about that in June of 2023. Well, what's the future dates that are going to be coming up? September 15th of 2024, right? This is when they want all of this implemented. Not my words. It's not me speculating about any of this. It's their own words. And you know what? It's going to happen when they say that it's going to happen because they're the ones that are in charge. Now, it doesn't mean that we have to settle for all of that, right? Because there's different things that are starting to happen, which are going to be incredible. As, as things like states, like Texas, like Oklahoma, wanting to have an option with a state-chartered central bank that's backed by gold to, to really counteract this federal system. And this is what the founding fathers envisioned, right? And under a federalist-type system. Federalism doesn't mean you give all power to the federal government. That's not what it means. Federalism means separation of powers. So... In a world where you have states, right? Like we have states in the United States. If a state can do something, then the feds can't. See, this is federalism. And if the states can't do something, then the federal federalists can. So what can the federal government do that states can't? Well, like a national defense. You know, states can have uh, state militias and so forth, but not a national defense. Can states start a bank? Sure, they absolutely can start a bank, so therefore the feds shouldn't be able to. And this is what states like Texas and Oklahoma are already starting to do. This is what other states have already passed legislation to make gold legal tender in those states like Louisiana, um, Oklahoma, Wyoming, Utah. I mean, there's, there's a, a host of states that are now going down this road, and this is exciting. And this should make the founding fathers actually very excited Right, because they're saying, yes, finally, we don't, we never wanted or envisioned a country. We warned against it where money creation would be in the hands of a central bank, right? They wanted money creation to be in the hands of Congress. And, and even greater than that, like in states, because if states can do it, then the feds should not. Uh, another great example of this would be like the Department of Education. No reason in the world why we should have a national department of education when states know the, the needs of their kids in, in school districts and schools better than, than a national government ever could because they're too distant, right? So, so here's where we start to get separation of, of states with the federal government and that system is starting to rise up. And this is going to be, I think, a really great alternative to the federal onslaught. All right, we gotta go to break. Sixty seconds. So we're talking about solutions now. This is going down. You gotta get prepositioned now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are in an insane period right now in America. Kirk Elliott, multiple PhD, great advisor, is here. I've been wanting this guy on for years, and for some reason, fell the cracks. And then he approached us, and I'm like, I know that guy. Get him on. Uh, and he's dead on. So if you just joined us, or some stations just joined us, I want you, this is, we're going to skip the next break. you got like 20-something minutes. To, to, to recap what you said, then get in to all the other notes you brought and the great research you did in preparation for the show. We really respect you and respect you respecting uh, the show with the amount of preparation you did. The globalists are ending their old Ponzi scheme. They have to. And they're bringing in this new cashless society. It's all rolling out. They're going to decide what crises bring it in. They admit the crises are imminent. They've already begun. So we have to then understand God gave us knowledge so that we could persevere and triumph with the information. And so we're not just telling you all this horrible news about 120-some percent you know, of our money we make, so 20-plus percent over what we even make, all goes to debt, all goes to the fraud, all goes to the lie. Their system's going down, but the opportunity for liberty. And 1776, the more they squeeze, the more people wake up for states to have their own currencies, their own banks, for, for all these things to happen. This is going to be an incredible opportunity if you don't sit there like a victim. And I know our audience are not victims, but we've got to get pre-positioned. So, uh, Dr. Elliot, please continue. So let's go into the timeline. Before I can give a solution, I have to kind of show where we're headed and how quickly, because they have mapped out the timeline, Alex, not us. And it's here. And it's here, and it's right now. So so central bank digital currency, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs. Their words, not mine. This started in August of 2019. So Federal Reserve Docket OP1670. What, is it, what does it say? I'm going to read it exactly so I don't misquote it. The main economic attributes of a technically effective currency rests on three functions as a unit of account, a store of value and a medium of exchange. That's what money actually is. So you have something you can trade back and forth with each other. It has a store of value and a medium of exchange. But they added a fourth definition of money at the Federal Reserve, and that is the fourth definition of money as a means of social control. Wow, and that's just like when they change the definition of a vaccine. Now, to anything we inject into you, these definitions mean something. That is huge. Yeah. Social control, which the head of BlackRock said repeatedly, we're using this for control. Yes. Has nothing to do with fixing a system. This, in their own words, money is a means of social control. And to social control you, they got to bring it to your knees. Yeah, because how, if you really wanted to control a person, Alex... You, you cut them off from buying or selling. Their ability to live, now you control that person. Now you've got a whole world of, or in America, 330 million economic slaves. Do you, right? So so now. You got 20 minutes. I'm going to stop interrupting because you're just so dead on. Give it to us. Okay. 11-8 of 2019, a patent was filed, 62-758430. Who did this? Visa, the credit card company. What is their patent? It basically, yeah, people can go look it up, but basically it talks about how this patent, they want to change money from paper to digital money. And every new digital currency that's created, digital currency unit, they're going to take out a paper currency unit. Why? Because you can't track a, a private paper money. 
You can go to a farmer's market, you can go anywhere, nobody knows that you're spending money if you, if you use paper. But they can track everything if it's digital. So to bring in a digital system, they have to get rid of the old. They're getting rid of their private-based currency. Now, it goes a little bit further. 323 of 2020, HR 6321. Okay, Maxine Waters is responsible for this one. So, financial protections and assistance for Americans, consumers, states, businesses, and vulnerable populations act. This is what this is called. So, what is it? It's it's st direct stimulus payments for families, for renters, for homeowners. Social credit score, yeah. uh, universal basic income. Correct. It's exactly what it is. Now, what is required for that? Number one, a digital dollar. Number two, a digital dollar wallet. Number three, a member bank that will actually accept digital dollars. So here's the thing. If you want to receive the government stimulus, you have to have a digital dollar. There is no other option. Now, extend that out a little bit further. If you want Social Security... Well, they've already passed a bill that says if you want stimulus. What about Social Security? What about government pensions? What about any kind of government payment, uh, retirement, anything? If you want it, you have to be part of that beast system. And it's already. And it's already. So, so you know, as I read through the Bible as a kid and as an adult, it's like, how in the world could this, this Antichrist and the mark of the beast happen? People know that it was coming. Well, even even Christian, and you have a degree in theology on yeah, top of yeah. Yeah. So in in this sense, it's like oh, it clicked. It makes sense. Even even Christians, if they say I I don't get my my retirement, I don't get any payments unless I take the system. Well, I, I, I guess I might as well take the system, right? So this is this is revelation actually happening. I believe that it is. Yeah. I I, I mean, if it looks like a duck, smells like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably a duck, right? Quack, I mean, and th these are in their own words. The ability to cut you off from buying or selling if they don't like your ideology. I don't know what else it is. So then... Because they say to control behavior ideology. Wow. Yeah. So then here's where it starts to actually, the rubber hits the road. March 6th of 2022, Executive Order 14067, Biden penned it, right? It's a... Uh, Basically, that says we're going to have central bank digital currency in America. March 29th, 2022, they start to talk about the ideology. Dr. Pippa Malmgren at the World Government Forum in Abu Dhabi, what did she say? She said programmable money is the core of central bank digital currency. Programmable, meaning if we don't like you, we can flip the switch so you can't actually have your money. That's what programmable money means. Then you go to March of 2023, the United Nations, our common agenda policy brief, right? So here's where the, the UN General Secretary says, I propose that the General Assembly provide the Secretary General and the United Nations system with a standing authority to convene and operationalize automatically an emergency platform in the event of a future complex global shock of sufficient scale, severity, and reach. Wow, they're telling you we're going to use a crisis to do this. Correct. Jump one train from one track to the next. Yes. And then blow up the old track. Yeah, they just said. So what was that first crisis? COVID. What's the second crisis? Bank failure. What's the third crisis? Something worse than COVID on a health scale or war? Civil right? war. I mean, so, so here's where. A new where COVID, yeah. They tell us. I mean, they tell us what could trigger. That's what's crazy is they always act like they're the adults at the big table at Thanksgiving. We're the little kids. That's why I'm so, listeners go, how does Jones know this? Well, is he one of them? No, they write white papers.
like Operation Lockstep in 2010, told the whole plan for the COVID takeover. Yeah, I research like you do. It's like I'm not making stuff up. I just read what they say. Please, people, I'm not that special. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're hardworking and we know how to read it. But I mean, Dr. Elliot here, he's just telling you here it is. Yeah, he's reading their documents. So you go to the next paragraph in this in this agenda policy brief. What could trigger the emergency authority? A major climatic event, a future pandemic risk, a global digital connectivity disruption, a major event in outer space, um, and a generic unforeseen risk like a that's like a, a black solar flare. The, 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 the solar flare is the outer space still. Yeah, so Which so are high for the daylights out of. So here's where it says at the end of it. It also states that while the emergency authority would have an initial finite lifespan, the UN could be able to extend it indefinitely. Oh, if a permanent UN so. emergency. Yep. Oh, my God. That's the headline for the show. Financial expert exposes UN documents or documents UN, UN planning permanent financial emergency to establish Mark of the Beast. What do we call this interview? Because the headline's everything. Like, they're literally the UN wargaming a permanent emergency global Mark of the Beast? Or how would you... I mean, they're, they're proud about it. They, they... They're saying, we're going to use these emergencies to bring in a cashless society that controls every aspect of your life and tells you where you can spend the money. And separate you from your money. Exactly right. That's what they're telling us. And they're going to use a crisis to get us to that point. So we willingly give up those freedoms. Now, March 6th of 2023, Bank for International Settlements, Project Icebreaker. Go to BIS.org and look it up. So uh, the ability to not authorize bank wires if the use of funds doesn't match up with their ideology. There they said it. The ESGs. Yes. May 31st of 2023, Bank for International Settlements, Project Aurora. Real-time transaction monitoring of all transactions of all people, of all banks in every country. Why do they need That's that? That's from the U.N.? No, that's from the Bank International for International Settlements, Settlements. Which is on yeah. top of it. Correct. So they're saying we need real-time transaction monitoring. Why? To see if your ideology matches up with that. Why? Because they can cut off wires from bank to bank if they don't like you. Why? Because if your social credit score, if your ESG, if your digital social profile doesn't match up like what Dr. Pippa Mongren said, we can shut you off. with. So this is a financial screen. dictatorship. Financial dictatorship. Run by AI. Yes. Now, here's where it gets even creepier, Alex. I feel like the old cheesy you know, game show host, like, okay, behind door number three, there's even more. But it more. gets worse. It does. So June 20th of 2023, blueprint for the future monetary system, improving the old, enabling the new, a unified ledger, meaning all of your assets. See, this goes back to Surveilled that. in one spot in live time. Yeah, tokenization is Total what this is Total rape of your privacy. So all of your mutual funds, all of your checking accounts, savings accounts, all of your brokerage accounts, tokenized, pack it into one packet where they can flip of a switch, change ownership. That's what a unified ledger is. So, And just like they've been caught with the derivatives of selling mortgages a hundred times, they're going to do all this. Well, and so they, they can... And even a house, if you had a house paid for, do you really think you own the house in America if you have it paid for? Oh, they sold it. No. So their answer, instead of going to prison because they've secretly sold your house even though you own it, is to just say under international law we can do it. Yeah. So Under a U.N. emergency. Under a U.N. Well, not even. Here's U.N. emergency work. to confiscate all bank accounts, create market the beast system. I don't even know why. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. It's fantabulous. It, it, it's, it's wild. But let's say you, you didn't pay your property tax. 
You own your house, but you don't pay your property tax. What happens? It goes to a tax auction lien. And somebody could buy your house from underneath you and you lose the title to it because you don't technically own it. Well, what if they say the only way to pay your taxes is through this mark of the beast system? You say, I'm not going to participate in that system. Well, then you might lose your house. I mean, this is where it gets crazy. So they gave the future timeline here, Alex. Um, June, September, I'm sorry, September 15th of 2024. In these documents, they say... The global vision for the future where biometric ID is tied to all bank accounts. That is their deadline. So they're planning it right before the election. Right before the election. Wow. Crazy, right? And they planned this a long time ago. September 22nd through 24th of this year. Again, right before they're going to have this big confab somewhere, probably in China. UN Pact for the Future. This is where the globalists are going to share their commenced plan to save the world from who knows what, right? So so this is where, how do they get this done? They have to kick the US dollar out of the sandbox, right? The US dollar is still the world's reserve currency. All international settlements of oil, the petrodollar, are traded in And US people think dollars. they'll never do it. No, they'll do it for this. Oh, yeah. This gives them total control. See, they don't- And the same bankers will control this to control the dollar. Yeah. So people think, oh, they won't do that. The dollars are power. No, they're going to their real power. Well, and you stated this earlier in the show when you were showing the UN creepo who was saying Trump is going to end the global order, right? He's going to make it real difficult. The U.S. dollar is still the dominant currency. We have been since 1944 when we were the world's reserve currency. Bretton Woods. This is Bretton Woods. But this is diminishing on August 22nd through August 24th when the BRICS nations met in South Africa. They did one thing, and Putin said it. He said, I'm going to de-dollarize the world. It's my objective, and it's irreversible. Well, how do they do that? Because those are fighting words there. They added... United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Argentina to the BRICS nations starting January 1st, so just two weeks ago. So now 70% of the world's population is trading in some currency other than the U.S. dollar. We have lost our demand for currency. Therefore, we're going to have to print our way out of it. We go into an inflationary spiral. They're going to have to raise rates to slow down that inflation. This is just economics 101 type And they're going to need a global crisis of expanded war, new viruses, race war as the pretext to make us behave. Yes, and, and a pretext for us to say, okay, we'll give you what you want, we'll give you our freedoms, take care of us. So how do you protect yourself from that? This is what I've been shouting from the rooftops for decades. You read my mind. Tangible assets. Gold, silver, yes. guns, friends, family, a relationship with God, knowing people you can trust, land. But, but in the future, and all the governments know this, they're buying, I know private people in government, they're all buying gold and silver. They've been hoarding it, why is that? Uh, listen, I need your help. I mean, have we not delivered? It's it's like a gladiator. When he first is a gladiator, he kills like four guys in 20 seconds. He says, are you not entertained? I, I mean, are, 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 are you not getting what you want? Because, I mean, I eat, drink, and sleep this. I'm up against the new world order, and all I need is your support. All I need is your word of mouth, your prayer, your financial support, and I sell you stuff that's the highest rate and the best because I treat you like I want to be treated. I believe in mojo, karma, reap what you sow, folks, and you need to go to InfoWarsStore.com. You need to make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com 
and get incredible products. We have the supercharged special right now, despite the fact that both these best-selling products are selling out. DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus are both selling out, but despite that, they're 50% off as a combo. The supercharged special at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, it's about to sell out, but it's okay. We did a limited run. Now that it's going to sell out, we can order a bigger bigger order out. We're building back to be able to, you know, not just stay the same, but expand in the enemy's face. That's up to you, though. You have to make the decision to say, has InfoWars delivered? Is InfoWars on the air seven days a week? Is Jones wild? Is he dedicated? Has he told us the truth? The answer is, I've died trying. I ain't perfect, man. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm all about what is the most accurate? What is the most cutting edge? What is, who do I have all the people that predict the future that are accurate? You can get next level foundational energy. Next level foundational energy that supercharges your cells. Take an hour to explain it, but this takes folic acid and puts it into the pure form methylfolate that is the essence of your cells. And it's got the B complex to supercharge it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Please get a fundraiser copy of my book, signed or unsigned, The Great Awakening as well, at InfoWarsStore.com. The ball is in your court.